0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Art Money Success Podcast. I'm your host, Maria Brophy, and we have been talking all week about putting your art on consignment, and I decided to bring my longtime good friend Eric Abel on with us today because Eric is a very successful artist, and he's he has a lot of experience with consignment with galleries and retail stores. So I asked him to share some of his wisdom. And uh, welcome, Eric. Thanks for being here with us.
1: Uh, Thank you, Maria, for having me on.
0: And you are in Ashland, Oregon still, right? Yep,
1: yep. We uh, moved back here a couple years ago, right before the uh, COVID hit. And uh, yeah, things are getting back to normal. And that's I went to college here. My wife's from here, but uh man, I miss I must miss, miss being right on the beach. So
0: yeah, I I would imagine you would because um the ocean's your life. Well yeah,
1: just I'm losing just... I'm losing my mind basically, but there's <laughs> yeah, other I things. Make... I mean snowboarding's close and mountain biking's great here and uh you know it makes it makes going to the beach all that all that much better.
0: Yeah. Well, so for my listeners who do not know who Eric Abel is, and that's Eric with a K, A-B-E-L. The thing I love about you, Eric, is that you are the epitome of someone who has created a life doing everything you wanted to do. And of course, your lifestyle is very similar to the lifestyle that Drew and I created. When I was on your website, ablearts.com, I was reading your About page, and I already knew a lot about you, but I went on there this morning, and there were so many things on there that I didn't know, and I think what really impressed me the most was that you spent many, many, many years having these insane, awesome adventures in Indonesia and all these different countries, Tonga, and like, I don't even remember where else, just Mm -hmm. doing what you love to do, and you figured out how to be you and create art and actually make a living out of it. And now, I don't know how old you are, but at your age, you've created a family. You've got a wife and two kids. So not only are you this world traveler, surfer, adventure guy, artist, but you're also a family man. So you remind me a lot of my Drew where you can, like, you can have it all.
1: <laughs> yeah, not at the same time, but yep, yep. <laughs>
0: yeah, well you do have to take breaks when you have babies because <laughs> babies are a hell of a lot of work.
1: Oh man, five and a three year old, five and a half and three and a half now, it's wild. But I'm seeing the light, they're able to not, they're able to be alone and not kill each other anymore, so.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about your experience with galleries and retail stores. Because I have been for many, many, many years, I want to say 20 years, I've had a love-hate relationship with galleries and with retail stores because of the consignment aspect of it. And for those of you listening who don't know what consignment is, it's when a store or a gallery carries your products, whether it's artwork or whatever you make but they don't pay you unless, unless it sells. And so the upside to it is, might be easier to get your stuff into a store. The downside is there is a lot of downsides to it. You might not get paid on time, your stuff gets damaged and you end up having to pay for it. You know, there's just so many, so many downsides to it. So, but let's start with the positive. Tell me about what is working currently, with regards to places that you have your art on consignment.
1: Uh, yeah, so I, I agree with everything you just said. There's there's definitely pros and cons to consignment, um, and wholesale. But we we've moved to we we finally are at a place where we have an easy wholesale um, ordering app on our website where our accounts can log in and just order everything wholesale. And, uh, we have our whole print system pretty figured out. We have a, our our print partner up in Portland that does all our printing and framing and shipping. And, um, so they deal with all that hands off and that has really made it easier for us to just take orders. um, ship them to ship them to customers. But as far as, as far as consignment goes, I think earlier on in my career, I was doing a lot more consignment just because I didn't have all those, those systems in place yet. And it was just, uh, it's hard for when you're starting out to get people to take a chance on you. Um, they don't know if your stuff sells. I mean, art's, art, I think art's a special category of consignment because art is just so objective. You know, it's, um, it's a, it's a hard thing to, to market and um, especially when it's your own art. But I think what worked for me was Starting consignment with with local galleries and local shops because you could go in there. You didn't. You could deliver the stuff yourself. You didn't have to pay for shipping. Um, you could talk to the people. You could see what was selling because a lot of the times one of the one of the problems is just keeping a ha- a handle on what's in inventory and who's got what and it it becomes a logistical nightmare to try to track all that. You got spreadsheets and I mean it's just Trying to get a business under,
0: yeah, lose a a lot of money because you lose product.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or you know, it gets damaged and at the place, and then what do you do? I mean, it's just it becomes a big headache. But um, we, our biggest gallery, they do they sell over a hundred grand of our art a year, and they. Um, they're still full consignment. And we started with them when it was local, when we lived up on the coast in in Seaside. And um, they, it was easy to drop my art off. I could drop my originals off. I could, I could bring them prints. I could um, just, we kind of grew together when I had that whole system, starting to grow that whole system and figure it out. And so they've just become a perfect a perfect match for consignment i mean they order a ton of ton of prints ton more prints than any wholesale account orders and i think that's the that's the double-edged sword it's like the more art that people can walk into a shop and see the more you're going to sell as opposed to if a if a little shop only has 10 year prints and you know there's only two of them and one they sell out and they don't have those anymore and they're not going to place an order for another two months. But, it, you know, if, if, if it was all consignment, they might've ordered 20 of those prints, but <laughs> then you're, then you're out of pocket the, the expense on all that stuff. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's tricky, but I think local being local and be able to go in there and save on shipping costs if, if that's the case, or just just get a handle on things and, and be able to talk face to face is a lot more helpful. Um, but we try to avoid any consignment now unless it's all my original artwork. Um, Cause I just, I, I haven't really heard of any artists that are able to find galleries to buy their original art on wholesale. So that's still a consignment. I did once, once. Nice. I was <laughs> able to
0: do that one time. It was a gallery <laughs> in Hawaii and they wanted Drew to paint a bunch of little, little like nine by 12 originals. And I told them, I said, look, we're not going to do that on consignment. I'll, you know, we'll do it if you'll buy them outright. And they said, okay. And nice. I was like, really? <laughs> I was <laughs> surprised. And they, bought them ask. And, they, and they sold out. Um, unfortunately, they didn't stay in business very long. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: no. So, um but so, well, let me, let me ask you this. So when you do, cons- so most of your consignment is original. So what's like the average sale of an original, the price of your, your average sale?
1: Um, several thousand dollars. It's uh, I mean, like an 18 by 24 piece is like 2,300 bucks retail. And is that
0: on canvas or what is it? Uh, it's on,
1: it's on wood panel. And uh, there's some sort of, we've been framing all our originals lately. So there's some sort of frame on there, but we yeah. pay for shipping. We pay for the the frame. I mean, I work that into the price, but um, yeah, all our originals are with every gallery. It's all 50, 50, 50, 50,
0: so. 50. So the gallery gets 50% when it sells. Yeah. So, and then you get 50%. Yep. And do you have an arrangement with your galleries? Like when they have to pay you? So let's say they sell it on May fifteenth. When do they owe you the money? Uh,
1: Thirty days after the sale. And how 30 do you? Days.
0: I know artists are thinking this. How do you know when they sold something?
1: <laughs> um, you you that's that's uh, you just have to try to trust people <laughs> to tell you. Uh, my galleries are usually excited, and they text me, "Hey,
0: just sold this piece."
1: and um, because they
0: want you to send another one send us another one we want a replacement
1: exactly and i i just i don't know i know being a parent and you know we just renovated our house i just finished building a studio and i haven't been able to paint a lot and my galleries are on running on fumes so it's like as soon as i finish running i ship it off and they've been they've been selling like crazy so that's a good thing now that's awesome um,
0: so so you have, okay, so you have your original art, and then you also have a bunch of products. So tell me what's so, name like your top three products that you sell.
1: Um, canvas and paper print, for sure. Uh, we have a whole range. So we we also, yeah, like you said, products we have. Uh, things that we just carry here keeping stock in the studio I, I have my assistant that comes in a couple of days a week and he he handles shipping and customer service and and all that kind of stuff which has been I was always so against having help and just I, I want to do everything myself and total control and I fought it for as long as I could and then I realized man I want a whole team I could just be <laughs> kicking so much ass with like four people working for me, but I don't know. I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a boss that much manager, but um, we have hats, we have puzzles, we have a bunch of seasonal stuff we do every, every holiday season. We just order a lot of it and we have to sell it throughout the year and blankets and uh, all, all kinds of stuff like that. That's just nice little things that add-ons that, that we can sell throughout the year, but the bread and butter is it's canvas and paper prints. Um, yeah. We do, I mean, we have a range from $35 is our smallest paper print, just clear bagged with a backer board. And it goes all the way up to $1,200 canvas prints that are framed.
0: Um, so we talked about galleries. So with the retail stores, you have stores that also carry your prints and they sell them?
1: Yeah. So we... We also, I mean, we have a few of this, this the product note cards and a few other ceramic coaster sets that we do on wholesale, but it's mostly just, just our prints. Um, and yeah, we have, we have sh- little mom and pop shops or little gift stores that that do smaller orders of of little paper prints. You know, little um, e- easy stuff, little small canvas prints or small. We have these little metal frame prints too that we only offer for. Um, Uh, wholesale accounts Um, but I think I told you in their text the other day um, or I wrote it on your on your um, post on Instagram was we've been having success with uh, this wholesale retailer Mm fair.com and it's just you know retailers can go on and search products and find find brands that they they can order right through fair and we set up our account and put all our products on there and, uh, got a lot of new accounts, like over like a couple dozen probably accounts that just started ordering stuff and became a top shop on there. And, uh, you know, little, little orders, a few hundred dollars here and there. And then some bigger orders that became bigger clients that, that carry our larger canvas prints now and make bigger orders. But, it's always it, it, it's funny to see the difference between giving a consignment free for all, order whatever you want, and what people order when they actually have to pay half half of it up front. Yeah. But is good because they uh, they allow their, their buyers to pay it's net ninety, so they don't have to pay for, for ninety days, but we get paid immediately so so
0: what percentage does fair get of your um
1: i think
0: it depends they
1: have all these kind of special summer deals and it it fluctuates but we've worked out it we actually charge a higher wholesale price to compensate for that i think Mm -hmm. it's like 10 percent or 15 or yeah depends on if they're reorders and yeah they have all this this stuff so it makes it worth it still
0: So for the listeners who might not know, might not be familiar with like wholesale sales versus consignment sales, wholesale is when a retail store buys, they order your product and they usually take the price that they paid and they double it. So you're typically going to charge them for a $20 item. You're going to sell it to them for $10. Is that typically how you do it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on the product cost, but I, I think that's kind of the formula you want to strive to, to reach there. I mean, you're, you want to double your cost of whatever it is, and then retail price should be double that. Yeah. Which <laughs> that's why you see a lot of companies just going direct to consumer. They only sell on their website. Right. They can cut down prices in half literally. Yeah. What? Yeah,
0: I'm trying to solve that problem right now. Where I'm where I'm starting to, you know, sell framed canvas prints. I'm trying to get the framing price down because it's, I I can sell direct to someone. Let's say it's a three hundred dollar retail price, and it costs me hundred and fifty framed. Just playing with the numbers here, but if I want to put it, put these in a store. If I want a retail store to carry them, they're going to have to get it for, let's see, they're going to have to, they're going to want it for one fifty, so they can retail it at three hundred. Which means I need to be able to get it for seventy five. Right. So I'm like working that problem out right now. Well, I mean, you just the you, there, down.
1: there's no, you just it's simple. It's whatever it costs you. Double that. That's your wholesale price, and then double that again, and that's your retail price.
0: Yeah, but then if you get too far out there,
1: I know I'm really price. You're not going to be able to sell it, and we sell like crazy.
0: Well, that's because your art is so awesome. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) People love it. People love your art. You're in Japan too, right? Are you in the Japanese market?
1: Yeah, a couple uh, of the green well, a couple of the green room galleries had to close down during COVID, but we're in the Yokohama gallery. Green Room mm-hmm. Gallery there. Uh, I have some originals over there still. Um, that is actually a unique uh, partnership because we allow them to do their own printing on our paper prints. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and so we're being very trusting with that process and sales, and which freaks me out. But What are you going to do? <laughs> do? What are you going to do?
0: What are you going to do? You could go over there and audit them <laughs> every now and again.
1: That's, that, I, wouldn't bad, that wouldn't be a bad that would be a bad trip.
0: No, wow, that'd be an awesome trip. Yeah. You'll have to get a translator. You'll have to get a translator. That's the hardest thing for me doing business overseas is the language barrier. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's see, I have more questions here. So I so as far as like with the galleries that you do have work on consignment, you have several, right? How do you, um, do you personally track that? Do you keep in touch with them, call them, check on them? Um, Or do you have somebody else do that for you?
1: Well, actually we do have one more gallery that's, yeah. We have a couple accounts that are different setups. We have a gallery uh, Adelman Fine Art down in San Diego that I think all our prints are on consignment there as well Um, as, yeah, so we, here's the other part of what we do. We also offer drop shipping for all of our, all of our accounts in the galleries. So they basically, you know, if, if somebody walks into a gallery, they see a big Pelican print on the wall with a brown frame, but they want it in the black frame the gallery can just place that order. They can log into their wholesale account, place that order, have it shipped straight to the customer. And they've already just paid the wholesale price. And then the customer has paid then the full retail price. So everybody's paid right away. And, the, and, the, and our print shop and framer ship it right to the customer. So that has worked out fantastic having that option. So,
0: how did a, you figure out that system? Because that system is brilliant.
1: Um,
0: it solves a lot of problems.
1: It solves a lot of problems. It, it all just it's just the whole having the wholesale app on our website and, and having that in place and making sure we have a whole system for somebody signing up. You know, if if you're a retailer and you find my website, you can just go to the sign up for a wholesale account on my site. We check it out, see if see if it works, see if there's not another shop or gallery that's too close. We try to keep our accounts like 50 miles away. Yeah. Um, and then we set them up. I send them uh, instructions on how to log in, how to place an order, a PDF. I have a whole PDF. I email them with little thumbnails of all our prints and just information about our prints sales sheet kind of stuff and then you know just nudging them to place their first order and um i talk i have that in the pdf is it's there's a whole sheet about um the the drop ship program we have and i mean when when accounts take advantage of it and 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 use it even for stuff they have on the wall if a customer wants that usually they're traveling they don't want to yeah. haul around a canvas print and ding it and all right have a chance to ruin it so like, yeah just ship it to ship me a brand new one
0: yeah they
1: don't have to take it off their wall they don't have a space they don't have to move stuff around they don't have to order another one wait for it to ship they can sell that same print off the wall a hundred times that day
0: are you signing these prints
1: nope they're all the signatures printed on there it's all open edition
0: do you ever have people say, "Well, I want like a real signature"?
1: I say, "You got to buy an original." <laughs> I, yeah. I'm. I used to sign. I used to. I used to have a big Epson printer in my office, and I used yeah. to print all of our small paper prints, hand sign them, trim yeah. them, pack them. Like I, I can't. I can't. It, it got too much. It was. Just like – You got
0: I, two children.
1: Yeah. No like, time I, for yeah, that like, anymore. I can't do it anymore. About. I've, I've outgrown oh. that. That was a great problem, and I. Man, I was so adamant about having my signature. We used to print on wood panels. We we Before we moved to the canvas, we had all our prints printed on top of the same wood panels I paint on. Our, the company that makes my wood panels bought this $200,000 printer. They would prime the panels by hand, sand them, print right on them, clear coat them, sand the edges, they're all raw wood edges, they look beautiful. And I would have them shipped each order, I would have them shipped to my studio. I'd unbox them, I'd unwrap them, I'd sign them, I'd put wire on the back, put a sticker on the back, pack them back up, ship them. It was just like paying double shipping, signing everything. It Too just much got, work. It, it worked for a month and then, <laughs> then it was, uh, no, I gotta figure out a different system. And you know, I, I was really, thought my signature needed to be on every single thing because it yeah. was important to me. But it just was not scalable, and I had to just yeah. say, sorry, my originals are the only way you're gonna get my real signature unless I do like a limited edition print run or something
0: All right. Well we've done with Drew because we we've had the same thing um, the same issue not being able to because we don't do most our shipping anymore. Now it's handled in Denver or Anaheim, California. so, and they
1: print um, they print and ship everything
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, we got a partner that handles right. all that for us now the best it's the best thing we ever did team uh-huh. up with this this guy his name's cory he's amazing and it's with such a blessing because when drew got sick six months ago if i didn't have this business partner like all our business would have stopped because drew was you know he was dying right. for eight weeks he was on his deathbed and I did not work for four months, almost five months. Wow. I finally just came back to work um, and Drew really technically isn't back at work yet. Um, so thank God we got this relationship with this guy almost a year, it's been a year now. And um, it was such a blessing to have him. And last summer we also hired somebody to run our art gallery and she kind of, it's not just the gallery, she kind of does everything she's like my right hand gal yeah. um and so thank god she was working for us when that when he got sick otherwise i literally would have shut the business down and i don't know what would have happened yeah. to us yeah. like we would have we would have lost her we would have lost everything yeah. you know what i mean automated
1: he got automated yeah me. and
0: i and you've got it wired like i'm so impressed with what you've got set up like i could learn so much from you and i i just learned so much from you just in this conversation <laughs> Um, It's really brilliant what you've done. And, um, you know, because the thing is, this this sales success success in art requires volume of sales. Yeah. And not only do you have to get a volume of buyers, but you also have to be able to fulfill that in the most efficient way and the best way where you can provide quality as well. So having those systems in place does it. Um, no, yeah, it's just, it's great. It's
1: on. letting go of that control. I mean, because,
0: yeah,
1: you know, every time it's a rare, I think, <laughs> I think it's like 0.06%. 0. 0, 0. Like not even 1% of our thousands and thousands of prints that get shipped out have damage, but each yeah. one is just like, Oh God, I can't, you know, the customer's mad. It was, yeah, it was something. You know, there was a little scratch on it or something. Like, how does that get out of the print shop? Like, who allows this? It's like I know. And then, and then you know, you look at the numbers, and it's like, okay, really, it's not even like one percent of things that that go out have a blemish on them. And it's like, put that in perspective a little bit. But it's so it's just like such a personal thing with your own art. It's like you want it to be perfect and right. everybody to be happy and all of it to work, but you know, you've got to allow a little bit of room for for air once in a while when you don't do everything yourself.
0: True, true, because it's, it's not everybody's you know, all the people that work for you are not going to do things perfectly, Correct. but more things are going to get done.
1: So is this print partner you got is is he kind of manage that or is it an actual guy that prints them and, and does it all?
0: So he does the printing in house and he manages it and he helps us with marketing. So like, uh, so he helps us with special promotions. And so we have skateboards coming out this week. So that was his idea. He, he came up with the idea. We decided on the art. He did all the work on putting, you know, doing the, the graphic design and all that of, of the artwork. And he had the skate decks, decks printed. I pay for all that, but he's like handling it all. Nice,
1: nice. So like, and, yeah, like an assistant print manager. So yeah. is he just a one man show? on? Show? He has oh, a couple
0: employees. He has a couple employees. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, he works, he does work with other artists as well. So um, he's like my dream come true because I've been wanting a guy like that yeah. for years. <laughs> Sounds I, amazing. He, he is. He is. He's awesome. And and he's like a really good friend. And he's like a, he's uh, he's thirty years old, but he's like a son to me because I I'm I am old enough to be his mother. <laughs> um, and he is very much like family to us. Good. So when Drew got sick he flew out here three different times and spent weeks helping me like just helping my assistant Christine do things that Drew and I normally would do, but we weren't here. So
1: yeah, those are the business partners you want to have.
0: Yeah. He's, he's a great guy. Um, and a friend and I, you know, I, I've, seeing other people have business partners for 20 30 40 years that are like family to them and that's really what i want with all the people that i work with i want that and i'm i'm sort of making it happen you know you first you have the vision and then takes time but you start creating it
1: manifest it it.
0: yeah because like my work is my life Mm -hmm. i love my work i would work seven days a week 15 hours a day if, if, if I could, if it wasn't so unhealthy <laughs> so but I would I. because I love it. Yeah, so <laughs> I make I. myself do other stuff though. I'm like, okay, I work <laughs> too much. Um. So because my work's my life, I want the people I work with to be like my family.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause I'm spending a lot of time with them, you know? Um. So let's see, I have other questions for you and we might've covered them all. They're just kind of like, we were sort of going on and on. Oh, here, okay. So, the last thing I want to ask you oh, about this is, is getting out of control. Holy moly, <laughs> you I mean, need a shave geez. and you need like one of those. Like, um, well, I, I like the salt and pepper thing you got going on with your beard. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that's my first kid, that's my second kid.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so, red flags when you are working with a new retailer. Now, I know you don't do consignment with retailers, but just going back to the days when you did, back in the old days, um, for our listeners... Well, are you
1: saying retailers, like... Retailers. retailers, uh, retailer, right?
0: Well, like, like, let's say uh, one of our... Okay, an artist I'm working with right now, he has greeting cards and art prints that he's putting into a retail store, and they will only do consignment. And so he's not, his work isn't anywhere right now. So this is his first chance at getting it in a store, right? Because he works out of his home.
1: Yeah, go for it, man.
0: (laughs) And so what are some red flags to just kind of keep an eye on or ways to... That
1: seems like a red flag. I mean, especially when it's little, you know, postcard stuff and little things that are that should that normal retailers normally buy wholesale mm-hmm. that seems like something that should just be wholesale i get it on the you know prints and fine art and originals that's you know that that could go either way but um yeah little stuff like that um red flags i mean
0: are ways to make it work better like things to avoid
1: um i hate I shouldn't talk about this because I'm still (laughs) in a place that does this, that um, I've announced to them that we're moving on from. But I would say as far as originals or prints, um, if they don't really want you to display the retail price, On your Mm. site or on your social media um, I'd say that is a red flag or like they've told you they
0: they don't want you to post the retail price because why
1: Um, that's a good question Um, to maybe give them more flexibility on their end for discounts and yeah. Um, you
0: know, well, I'm glad you brought that up pricing and discounts. So, should you set the price? Of should. course, you should, but I'll <laughs> your opinion on that. Like, so you're putting, let's say you're putting, you know, a bunch of eight by 10 prints in a store and uh, you sell them online for $50 each are you going to require that they sell them for $50 each? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We, we recommend they, you know, it's the MSRP, right? The the manufacturer's suggested retail price of this much. I mean, you can do what you want, but I wouldn't want to piss off customers that bought something for more than they could go to my website and buy it for. Like that's on the retailer. And and I would happily, um, you know, if a customer reached out to me and was mad about, them just buying a print for more money at a gallery than, than they saw it for on my website. I mean, I would definitely have a talk with the gallery, and then I would apologize and try to make it right somehow. Yeah. But um, that's uh, that's not happened. Yeah. So I, I think you definitely be upfront about that uh, with with potential uh, retailers. Is that hey. I have these products also on my site for this much money. Um, so you should probably keep it at at that retail price, but you know, if, if you didn't have it for sale,
0: I don't know. So what about discounts? Like you have art in galleries and what if the, the gallery wants to offer it at a 10% discount to a special customer?
1: Um, Depends on the gallery and the relationship we have, but, um, a lot of times they'll just eat whatever discount. I mean, since we already paid, we paid for shipping of all originals. So that's already, and the cost of the panel and all that. So we're already, you know, our costs on originals is, and shipping to Hawaii, which we ship a lot to, holy crap. That's like
0: really expensive. Gouges. Yeah.
1: But, um, usually a 10% uh, a gallery will eat that. Or if it's, if it's even more, if they really, if the customer wants to buy like three paintings and they want a 15% or 20% discount, maybe we'll split it with them. We'll split that discount. Um, But another thing on discounts, because we have sales throughout the year uh, and a big one around the holidays and we have to coordinate with all of our accounts. i have a I have a wholesale and gallery newsletter list that I send out with any new prints that we're releasing. like here's a link to all the images to put them in because i we have a couple accounts that have all my prints in their sh- online shop too. Um, and that's just a drop ship ship simple drop ship program where if they get an order through their website, they just go on to their wholesale account and place a drop ship order. Yeah. Um, but we have to yeah, make sure we coordinate like, Hey, we're offering, uh, 20% off all canvas prints for the next two weeks, starting here. Um, if you want to participate, that would be great. Um, it, how do we work that? It, get, it gets kind of complicated on how we actually work that with prints that they already have bought in store. Yeah do they are they going to eat 20 more percent off their costs if they sell those off the wall and
0: right know,
1: it it gets a little confusing and we've done it several years now and i'm still confused and forget kind of how we totally did it my wife always figures it out we we always reinvent the wheel every time we do it <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, i know oh, did did you last year? i totally forgot how we <laughs> do all right this will work so, well, this has been so enlightening. I feel like I have a million more questions for you. Let's do it. We'll <laughs> so, we're going to have progress. to do this another time. But I I would love to get together with you and like com- compare Yeah. systems. Yeah. And the one thing, you know, the one thing that you have really done well besides creating art that people love, is creating systems so that you're not doing everything, so that you have been able to grow. Yeah, you've been able to to scale scale your business. I mean, you have one art gallery that sells a hundred thousand dollars worth of your art every yeah, year. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. That's really amazing.
1: Yeah, and like that, you've
0: hit on. You've, and our you've,
1: online sales dwarf that.
0: That's amazing. Good for you. I'm so, I'm so happy for you. Thank and you I, I will attribute it
1: to um, like doing Instagram ads, Facebook ads, and we just started doing Google stuff, but those work. It's pay to play. Yeah. And the more you pay, the more you get to play.
0: Yep. Yeah. I haven't mastered those ads yet. I've played around with them a little bit. Mm. uh
1: Nellie was, my wife Nellie was doing it all herself and she had a pretty good, she had a pretty good ROI on our, on our Instagram ads and Facebook ads. And then we started, she was looking at other companies that manage that and, um, what their programs are. They have all the funnels, you know, they've got all of it figured out. They know exactly all the algorithms, algorithms. And, Mm -hmm. um, we started working with Snappic. And things went through the roof when we handed it over to them. And they still work. Nelly works close with them. They figure out campaigns and yeah. different things. And they're, they've been great. But I um, highly recommend uh, dabbling with ads on yeah. all social media.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a go again. We we were doing ads and then we stopped when Drew got sick and we just kind of st- yeah, stopped what we weren't stopped. totally paying attention to. And <clears throat> I do need yeah, to pick that back up again.
1: It's something you gotta stay on top of too. It's you yeah. gotta you can't just sit back and hope hope that they are making it work for you.
0: So what's new for you this summer? What, oh, what's going got,
1: on? Oh man massive massive projects coming I cannot wait to
0: name one um (laughs) what's the one you're most excited about
1: the artwork for the WSL rip curl finals in San Clemente I'm gonna be in your hood in September
0: you are well you damn well better come spend time (laughs) with me yeah we should do a show for you in my gallery
1: should we do that we're, you, you know want. what? We are just if right in the want. middle of talking about the, the activation for that with Rip Curl and W. Cell and figuring out what we're going to do down there.
0: Well, just, you know, maybe they'll do something for you in a bigger, better space. My gallery is only 1,600 square feet, it's pretty small. I do have a parking that's, lot. That's, that's great. That's a great size. <laughs> well, it is, but if some of that is office True
1: stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of
0: it's offices. And so the, you know, it's yeah, but yeah. it's nice. It's a nice gallery. I have a parking lot, which almost nobody has and and I'm downtown.
1: You could kind of have like an outdoor thing going in the parking oh, lot. Oh yeah,
0: totally outdoor thing. We could do outdoor indoors, so both like anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that later. Ooh. But yeah, think about it. Think about it. Yeah. Just um give me two months notice if you decide you want to do something. Give me a couple months to Oh prepare. yeah, we, we
1: gotta figure it out. Like ASAP. <clears throat> oh, yeah, okay. that'd yeah, be really let's, cool. Let's talk about that. But that's that's a massive project right there. That's going to yeah. be amazing. Well,
0: congratulations. That's that's awesome. And, and September might, is the best to... month to be in St. Clemente. I know. I can't wait. Because so the weather's good and the waves well. are big. I know. I'm excited. And the tourists are gone. Oh, yeah. E- except yeah. for the ones that come for the contest. Right, but...
1: right. And it's only a one-day comp now. I mean, it's yeah. a seven-day waiting period and a one-day yeah. thing. But, yeah, looking forward to that. And... Friday, I'm flying up to Portland to go walk through uh, a giant um, brand new grocery store, New Seasons grocery store that uh, I'm doing full vinyl wrap wall murals for the whole store. So that's going to be great.
0: That's awesome. I hope you'll be posting pictures of that. I'm sure you will.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Can't wait to see it. Well, thank you so much for being so giving with your information so generous you know a lot of artists are not that generous with their (laughs) secrets and i feel like you shared a lot and i really appreciate it
1: well i think you've been way more giving than i have over the years you've got all kinds of inside i mean you wrote a book about it gave it to everybody so Uh,
0: i got mine right here Oh, thank you. Woo. Thank you. Art, <laughs> money, I just success. Gave
1: my, gave my assistant, I have two copies. Somebody gave me a copy too, or something, I don't know. I want
0: to You might have sent
1: me a couple. I don't know. But um, yeah, stoked on that and your generosity and but I always appreciate when other artists share information and um, I'm pretty open about like money and and I just remember hearing numbers that of what artists certain artists made or like how much they made that year, i are like oh my oh that's possible oh right like it just i feel like it's motivation and it's it's um it there's plenty of room for for everybody maybe be making art and be collecting art so it's not like you need to be secretive about <laughs> how you're doing things i mean
0: Right,
1: and not right. everybody's
0: gonna do it anyway. Like people always want to know, but then when you tell them how to do it, they're like, "Oh, that's too much work."
1: It's so much work, Maria. Like, <laughs> that's
0: too hard. I'm. They workaholic. don't do it.
1: I'm a workaholic, and I, I stay up way too late. I don't get enough sleep. I wake up too early. I'm exhausted all the time. I don't get to paint enough. There's all emails still got to be taken care of, and it's just like, whoo, it's nuts.
0: Sounds like you need to let some more of that stuff go.
1: I know, I know.
0: Delegate more.
1: It's summertime. I'm about to just lay around in my shorts and water my garden
0: and
1: (laughs) sit in the river.
0: (laughs) That sounds like fun. Well, thank you so much. And where can people find you online if they want to check you out?
1: Uh AbleArts, A-B-E-L-A-R-T-S.com is my main site. Uh Instagram I'm most active on at AbleArts. Arts. Uh, I <laughs> I just started my Twitter account again. Uh I'm hoping to dive into the NFT world. I'm have oh, got so many feelings about that, Maria. But um
0: The NFT thing. <laughs> oh man. That's another conversation. A whole part. conversation.
1: Another that's a whole For another, another day. I know
0: we're deep into that right now. And it's like, ah. yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm online and I'm on Instagram and that's where you can find me.
0: Well, I recommend everybody check Eric out online and I'll put links in the description of this session, this podcast. And thank you everybody for joining us. And please um, leave a comment, subscribe, Whatever platform you're listening on, give us a little love and uh, have an awesome day, everybody. See you next time. Bye, guys.